You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Are stories just distractions to help us temporarily escape from the world? Or is there something about them that's so deeply woven into us that they shape our lives and define who we are? Hey, hello and welcome once again to another episode of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. I'm your host, Louis DiBianco. Our sponsor today is Audible. They are offering to the listeners of this show a download for free of an audiobook of your choice. You get to choose from 180,000 titles. You can enjoy this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and of course, the website changeyourstorypodcast.com. And on the website, I am offering you a free gift, an ebook, Storytelling Secrets for a Rich Life and Business. When you read the book and apply what's in it, you will move from invisible to visible to attractive to highly in demand. Let me know what you're getting from this show, what you like, what you would like to see more of, perhaps things that you would suggest to make it even more valuable to you. Send your comments to Lewis, L-O-U-I-S, at changeyourstorypodcast.com. I will read all of the comments, and then I will choose some of them to share with our audience on a future show. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's not an interview, storytellers. It's a conversation between me and you. A conversation that can dramatically enrich your life if you open your minds and your hearts to what I'm going to share. I'm going to read to you from two very powerful books. The first one is called The Power of Story by Jim Lair, L-O-E-H-R. On the cover of the book, just above the title, there are these words. Change your story, change your destiny in business and in life. I'm going to jump right into page four of the introduction. What do I mean by story? I don't intend to offer tips on how to fine-tune the mechanics of telling stories to enhance the desired effect on listeners. And though this book very much concerns itself with the American business person, among others, by story I do not mean the boilerplate holier-than-thou pronouncement often found in the mission statement area of corporate websites, or the 
Here's why we'll absolutely meet our fourth quarter numbers. Narrative yarn turned pep rally that team leaders often like to spin to rally the troops. No. I wish to examine the most compelling story about storytelling. Namely, how we tell stories about ourselves to ourselves. Indeed, the idea of one's own story is so powerful, so native, that I hardly consider it a metaphor, as if it's some new lens through which to look at life. Your life is your story. Your story is your life. When stories we read or watch or listen to are triumphant, they are so because they fundamentally remind us of what is most true or possible in life. Even when it's an escapist romantic comedy or sci-fi fantasy or fairy tale. If you are human, then you tell yourself stories, positive ones and negative, consciously and far more than not, subconsciously. Stories that span a single episode or a year, or a semester, or a weekend, or a relationship, or a season, or an entire tenure on this planet. Telling ourselves stories helps us navigate our way through life because they provide structure and direction. Just seeing my life as a story, said one of my clients, head of HR for a national hotel chain, allowed me to establish a sort of roadmap so when I have to make decisions about what I need to do, the map makes it easier, takes away a lot of stress. Indeed, we are actually wired to tell stories. The human brain, according to a recent New York Times article about scientists investigating why we think the way we do, has evolved into a narrative-creating machine that takes whatever it encounters, no matter how apparently random, and imposes on it chronology and cause-and-effect logic. Writes Justin Barrett, psychologist at Oxford University, we automatically and often unconsciously look for an explanation of why things happen to us, and stuff just happens is no explanation, which feeds one possible theory for why we need or even create God or gods. Stories impose meaning on the chaos. They organize and give context to our sensory experiences, which otherwise might seem like no more than a fairly colorless sequence of facts. Facts are meaningless until you create a story around them. For example, losing your wallet or being in a car accident is what factually happened, but the meaning or significance you give to the lost wallet or the car accident is the theme of your story. For example, I'm a careless person, or bad things happen to me, or 
I often get into trouble, but always escape without major damage. A story is our creation of a reality. Indeed, our story matters more than what actually happens. Is there really any difference, as someone famously asked, between the life of a king who sleeps 12 hours a day dreaming he's a pauper and that of a pauper who sleeps 12 hours a day dreaming he's a king? By story, then, I mean those tales we create and tell ourselves and others which form the only reality we will ever know in this life. Our stories may or may not conform to the real world. They may or may not inspire us to take hope-filled action to better our lives. They may or may not take us where we ultimately want to go. But since our destiny follows our stories, it's imperative that we do everything in our power to get our stories right. For most of us, that means some serious editing. Is this all starting to sound a little new agey? I'm not surprised. But hold on. I understand you may be thinking, life is a story? The whole concept strikes you perhaps as a tad soft. I don't look at my life in terms of story, you say. I disagree. Your life is the most important story you will ever tell, and you're telling it right now whether you know it or not. From very early on, you're spinning and telling multiple stories about your life, publicly and privately, stories that have a theme, a tone, a premise, whether you know it or not. Some are for better, some for worse. No one lacks material. Everyone's got a story. Isn't this exciting stuff, storytellers? Now I'm going to jump ahead two pages and read another fascinating paragraph. Story is everywhere. Your body tells a story. The smile or frown on your face your shoulders thrust back in confidence or slumped roundly in despair, the liveliness or fatigue in your gait, the sparkle of hope and joy in your eyes, or the blank stare, your fitness, the size of your gut, the tone and strength of your physical being, your overall presentation, those are all part of your story one that's especially apparent to everyone else. We judge books by their covers not simply because we're wired to judge quickly, but because the cover so often provides astonishingly accurate clues to what's going on inside. What's your story about your physical self? Does it truly work for you? Can it take you where you want to go in the short term? How about 10 years from now? What about 30? Okay, storytellers, that's it for now from Jim Lair's The Power of Story. You'll probably be able to find it as an audiobook that you can download absolutely free 
at www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. Storytellers, I trust that this is landing on you in a very powerful way. Still, there may be some of you who are holding on to the idea that, you know what, it sounds great, it's compelling, but it still feels a little new agey. So, I'm going to read to you from a totally different book. This book is not about storytelling. It's a book by an ex-Navy SEAL. His name is Richard Mack Makowitz. The name of the book is Unleash the Warrior Within. Develop the focus, discipline, confidence, and courage you need to achieve unlimited goals. Richard Mack Makowitz is the host of Spike TV's Deadliest Warrior and Discovery Channel's Future Weapons. In Chapter 3 of his book, the chapter is entitled Create an Action Mindset. He begins with a quote from Winston Churchill, Act as though it were impossible to fail. After the quote, Mac asks this question, What is an action mindset? It's the state of mind you need to have in order to handle any situation. It's formed by the language we use to talk to ourselves. And even slight changes in the words we choose can have a significant impact on our actions. I'm going to give you an example of this. The more fully you participate in imagining this scene, the more you'll get out of it. It's getting dark, and you've just pulled into your driveway. You're tired from a long, busy day at work. All you want to do when you get inside is kick your shoes off, relax on the sofa, and watch a little TV. You walk up to your front door, unlock it, and enter your house. After you've stepped inside, you turn, close the door, and lock it. It's dark inside your entryway, and you reach for the light switch on the wall near the window. By the moonlight shining in, you suddenly see a large man coming at you with a baseball bat in his hand. He wants to hurt you, so you get ready to defend yourself. Now you see him raise the bat and begin to swing. You throw your hand up and cover your face. Stop. How did that make you feel? Were you anxious? Was it painful to imagine? What happened to your arm? Did feelings of helplessness rise? Let's try it again. It's getting dark and you've just pulled into your driveway. You're tired from a long, busy day at work. All you want to do when you get inside is kick your shoes off, relax on the sofa, and watch a little TV. You walk up to your front door, unlock it, and enter your house. After you've stepped inside, you turn, close the door, 
and lock it. It's dark inside your entryway, and you reach for the light switch on the wall near the window. By the moonlight shining in, you suddenly see a large man coming at you with a baseball bat in his hand. He wants to hurt you, so you decide to take him out. Now you see him raise the bat and begin to swing. You throw your hand up and bury your fingers in his eyes. The bat falls from his hand. He yelps and stumbles to the ground. Stop. Now, how does that make you feel? This is the reactive versus active mind scenario I put my students through in the beginning of their training. If you are like each and every one of them, you found that in the second scenario you felt in control. You might have even had the sensation of feeling physically larger. I teach this concept to students before they learn any physical moves. I come into the room, put my assistant instructor in front of them and shout, get ready to defend yourselves, without telling them how or what to do. The universal response is to jump backward, hunch the shoulders, and put hands in the air. The students who have previous martial arts experience might do this smoothly and calmly. The 60-year-old banker might do it awkwardly, but all of them, without exception, physically retract in some way. Then I shout, take him out. Immediately, their body language changes. They are propelled forward, hands out, moving straight at the person in front of them. Even if they don't know what they are doing, they physically throw their bodies forward. It's like somebody just grabbed them by a rope and yanked them forward. One command freezes them, the other unleashes them. It's one of the most important things anybody walks away with from my training. You can hear it until you go deaf, but the things you say to yourself really do make a difference in how you live. You can read it in a hundred magazines or books, but when you have a visceral experience of it, there is no arguing. Internal dialogue affects external performance. Well, storytellers, that ends the excerpt from Richard MacMakowitz's book, Unleash the Warrior Within. You'll have to pick up a copy to find out everything else that he has to offer. Remember, it's probably available for you as a free audio download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. Storytellers, please accept my heartfelt thanks for tuning in today and listening and sharing this experience with me. I know in my heart that you got a lot from this, but I want to hear exactly what it is from you. So send me your comments at Lewis, L-O-U-I-S, at changeyourstorypodcast.com. I'm going to read all of your comments, and I'm going to choose some of them to share with everyone on one of my next shows. Remember that also at 
changeyourstorypodcast.com, you can download, and you definitely should, the gift ebook that I've created for you, Storytelling Secrets for a Rich Life and Business. After today's episode, the book will have a lot more meaning to you. And when you download it, and you go through it, please send me your comments about what you got from it, your takeaways. Once again, you can enjoy this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn Radio. And of course, at ChangeYourStoryPodcast.com. As we approach the end of this podcast, let's go back to where we began, to Jim Lair's book, The Power of Story. He writes, To edit a dysfunctional story, you must first identify it. To do that, you must answer the question, In which important areas of my life is it clear that I cannot achieve my goals with the story I've got? Only after confronting and satisfactorily answering this question can you expect to build new reality-based stories that will take you where you want to go. And of course, I will add to Jim Lair's question, how can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.